Welcome to Who Cares, a Young Carers podcast. This week is Carers Week and this year we are coming together to help make caring visible and valued. We are joined by some young adult carers to chat about hidden carers and how we can ensure that they are visible and valued for all they do. Now we're going to move on and we're going to explain maybe what a hidden carer is. We all know what what a carer is, don't we? someone who cares for a loved one who has a disability, an illness, an addiction or a mental health problem. So a hidden carer is someone who does all those caring roles but doesn't know they're a carer or doesn't realise they're a carer. So how can we identify those those people? How how did you guys first realise you were carers or have you always been carers or did did you gradually start doing little things? And then more and more and more in your caring role, or was it something that just happened and you became a carer? Do you remember when you first realised you were a carer? It just happened. It just happened? Mm hmm So one day you weren't a carer and the next day you were a carer? Yeah. And, and did you know instantly that you were a carer? Or did you not even realise you, you were doing these roles but you were a carer? Everything changed, so like, mm-hmm. all of a sudden thought I was alright and And then she got sick. Yeah, she got sick. Yeah. And then you became a carer and started doing caring roles. Yeah, because I was helping my dad as well. So you were, you were helping your mum and your dad? Yeah. Yeah. Well, my dad's okay, but he was doing everything for my mum. So you were helping your dad support your mum? You two as like a team? Yeah. Yeah? And, and so, so you knew, once your mum was sick, you, you knew you were going to be, you were a carer? And, and how? And how long after that did you hear about Blackpool Carer Centre or how did you hear about Blackpool Carer Centre? Well, I was getting really stressed out about all the situation. My dad was like, we should here first, but then he changed it for me to come here. So he like, brought me instead of him doing it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so your dad was referred as an adult carer and then he saw what services we offered and referred you in to come in as a young adult carer. Yeah. Well, that's good how the teams work together, isn't yeah, it? How yeah. It shows, doesn't it, how you know, our service and I'm sure lots of other carers centres, you know, we, we work with people of lots of different ages, from five up to 105, um, and it's not always that just one member of the family will have a caring role, it may be that there's others... Um, and f- sort of if we are able to identify one carer it may be that we can then find other people within the family who are also um, providing care yeah because normally in a family if, if there's one person that's not well there's other people in that family that do have caring roles yeah. not just for one isn't yeah, it yeah. but sometimes they don't all need support maybe just one wants the support and one doesn't so, yeah. so have you guys got similar stories how, how, when did you first realise you were, you were a carer uh, well, I was very young when mum had my sister, I mm-hmm. for my sister, so I was kind of brought up, sort of, caring for my sister and at a young age, like, we didn't realise straight away that she had disabilities until she was a bit older, but we, it was kind of like a slow process to realise that the more she got older, like, the less she wasn't a, a typical um, child for her own age, so I kind of brought up. In, in it so it was yeah. kind of just used to it I didn't really know any different from like 
anything else or having any other siblings because she was my first sibling so I didn't know any different yeah. so I was just brought up with her and obviously things as she got older yeah, I could clearly see that other children her age obviously weren't the same as her and she needed a lot more care and um, other children didn't need as much care and yeah. stuff like that so I'm used to it because I've been in it for so long yeah so it just seems normal yeah. kind of yeah. thing for you yeah. and I, I think that's that's why a lot of carers do stay hidden because for you that is your everyday life that's just what you do you help your sister you help your mum you help whoever yeah. so you don't necessarily put that i am a carer it's yeah. just i'm a sister yeah and that's how i that's what i do to help yeah it's not like going from not being in that role and then like so you know someone coming in and having this but it's just like i was brought up with it so it's just she's just my sister and she is more challenging than other children are her age and how, how did you get involved with local carers then? I went to years ago, well, years ago, I didn't really know what caring was because, again, I was just like so young. But then my mum kind of found this group years ago called Young Carers that I went to. And um, it was other like young children, primary school age that went. And I went there every Tuesday for a couple of hours and we did activities and stuff. And it was kind of just like a breakaway and you make friends there and... So it was like dead nice, mm-hmm. and then they'd do like trips away and or um, just trips to the cinema and stuff like that, and um, that's how I really like going to it. So I've been, I've known about sort of young carers for like ages, mm-hmm. but obviously then I got older, I stopped going because I was supposed to move up, and I didn't want to because I had all my friends in the younger group yeah. that weren't ready to like go up, so I did. I just kind of quit. Yeah. Mm. But it was good. Yeah, it's kind of, you make quite close bonds, don't you? Yeah. In, in like Yak group. I don't want to like you both and leave everyone. It's like leaving school and going to college, yeah. isn't yeah. it? And then you, all yeah. your friends go to different colleges yeah. and stuff. It's, it's quite a scary experience. But that's quite a contrasting story, mm. isn't it? Two contrasting stories. Like you've grown up with it and all of a sudden it just happened for you one day. You weren't a care and then you were kind of thing. So they're quite on different scales, yeah. aren't they? Yes, they are. How about you? I started doing small tasks at first, mm-hmm. and it was like every day. I was still really young. I had to, to make myself food and drink, even mm-hmm. if it was hot. I had to teach myself how to do things because my dad couldn't really do anything. My mum was blind, so I had to do it all for myself. Yeah. And, and then she, my mum had my sister. She has disabilities, so I had to start looking after her. And she had my brother. He's got more disabilities. So, yeah. oh, so you've got quite a large and caring role. You're caring for multiple people. I care for everyone in the house. Yeah, so that must be quite hard. Yeah. And you've been doing it for quite a long time. Yeah. And did you, so you've been a carer for a long time then? At first I was like, this is just normal. People do it. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't say to anyone, I'm a young carer. Because like, this is just my life. People go through this too. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the thing, isn't it? People don't realise sometimes that they are mm. carers. We just think it's normal. That's yeah. that's how how life is. Yeah. How did you find out then about Blackpool Carer Centre? Um, I was a I know group in school called Young Carers, and she brought me here mm-hmm. with a small group of people, yeah. and that's how I found out about this place. So it was your school. 
that identified yeah, that you were a young carer. Because in school I still cared for my brother and sister because mm-hmm. they couldn't really fend their classes and get up the stairs properly. Yeah. So I had to keep on telling my teachers they need this and they need that. Yeah. So, yeah. so you were sort of caring whilst you were at school as well? Trying to do my own lessons. Yeah. And it was harder for me when I was in year 11 because my brother would not go to classes. Mm-hmm. So I had to get out my classes to get him to go to classes. Yeah. So that was much harder. Yeah, so it's sort of interrupting your um, school life yeah. to some extent. Yeah. So they obviously identified that and then brought you. Yeah, yeah. Here for, for extra support through yeah. the care centre. They're, they're all quite um, different stories, yeah, they aren't are. they? Three different stories, which is, which if anyone's listening to the podcast and they can relate to different stories, you know, mm. then hopefully they'll, they might think they were hidden carers or they might think they weren't carers and now they'll know that maybe, maybe I am a carer and maybe I can get some help. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's hopefully what the aim of this podcast is. We're trying to identify these hidden carers and, and share our stories and experiences to, to try and help other people mm. so you guys are like ambassadors uh, as carers kind of thing you're leading the way getting help and support and sharing your experiences to try and help other people which is a good thing if you think about it mm. so can we think of a few reasons why carers are hidden why do you think carers don't come forward sooner than they do. Why do you think we, we don't ask for help? You guys got any ideas or? They we just want to keep it to themselves. Mm-hmm. And what would be the reasons for that? Why would we not want to share? That they may not feel comfortable with. Yeah. We don't want people like knowing the business and stuff. Yeah. Or. Yeah. That's that I've experienced that before. People are quite private and they don't want to admit to, to bad things that might be happening at home. Mm. But I think caring's also, you should see it in a good light as well, you're helping people, you know. Mm. It's a really good skill to have, and I think the older you get and the more you grow, you realise how important the people around you are, you know, the people in your family and in your life, and, and how, how, like, how important we are. And if you're helping them, you're, you're making a better world, aren't you? So does anyone think of any other reasons why people might not come forwards? They're too scared to ask for help. Mhm. Yeah, definitely. So, what what do you mean by they're too scared? Um, is um, not all people want to ask for help because they think it's wrong asking for help. They think I can just do it myself. I'll, yeah. I'll muddle through. You know, we don't yeah. need anyone else. Sometimes, if it's too bad, like that person gets taken away, so they're scared if they ask for help, that person could be taken away from them. Yeah. yeah, but like anxious that, yeah. that telling people or asking for help, it might affect their own life and people yeah. might come in and change change the dynamics. And yeah. I think that is quite a big thing, the fear of the unknown. Yeah, I think a lot of people are fearful of those sort of other external services, aren't they? But mm-hmm. um, I guess ultimately they are there to try and help and support. And I think for ourselves as the carer centre, we want to support you sort of before it gets to a sort of crisis point, we want to provide that early support, advice, information, so that you as a family can, um, you know, provide the best care yourselves, I suppose. Um, And be reassured that we're only there to help. To help, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and the support that we provide is as much as you want we don't yeah. come and force you to do stuff we Mm. We 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 ask you at the assessments, don't we? How can we help? And if you yeah. tell us ways we can help. And sometimes it's just sort of knowing what what things are out there. You know what little things might might really help you as a family. So it might be the sort of strategies to help you um, with managing stress. It might be coming to our respite sessions just to get a little bit of a break. It might be information about adult social care and care packages that may be able to be provided, um, informing you of your rights to a carer's assessment and what that involves and trying to sort of take away that fear um, of these sort of assessments and things because ultimately, as we say, it's it's there to offer you support. Yeah, so, so can you guys think of any other reasons why people might not come forwards and identify as a carer? People might feel a bit like isolated, so they might not know any like this help out there for people yeah. that are carers, and they might just feel like they're on their own. And yeah, I've got yeah. that on my list that people might not mm. know what support there is. We, yeah. we might not know Blackpool Carer Centre exists, so we don't ask for help because we, we don't think there is any help. That's where we need to try and get our message out there more. And that's where like things like these podcasts um, and getting that message out, like you say that. We're here, we're, we're the Carer Centre, we're here to support you. Mm-hmm. Any other reasons you think people might might be hidden, carers? Maybe people don't really want help. Maybe there's carers that think we're doing alright and we don't want any help from anybody. That's another reason carers might be hidden and that's fine. If you, if you are coping mm-hmm. and you don't, you don't feel like you need support, that's totally fine. I guess it's just knowing that it is there yeah so if if you know you and you could very well be absolutely fine in your caring role and, and never need any sort of additional support but just to know that that is there can be reassuring um any other reasons can anyone come up with i've got one written down here maybe we don't want people knowing the carers do you guys ever feel like that that you don't want to share with maybe friends or anything that you care for people sometimes yeah Maybe you just don't want people knowing your business at home kind of thing, mm-hmm. which is fine as well. Sometimes I like to be private. I don't yeah. tell tell everyone everything about my life. And so it's fine to want to keep things private, which is and that, that might put people off coming forward because we don't want people knowing that they're carers. Mm-hmm. You don't want to seem different. Yeah, that's like yeah. a social anxiety, isn't mm-hmm. it? You don't want to um, stand out or... People may be judging you or yeah. not being as accepting of like your circumstances because it might not be to them might be like odd or you know when really it's not but people yeah. might fear that judgment from other people definitely and but where we see caring is a positive we try to make people realize it's a positive thing it's a good skill to have it's a good thing to do for people so we're trying to make young carers and, and young adult carers realize that their caring role actually makes them a more rounded person and a more a solid person going, you know, growing up and learning new skills. So we, we think we're trying to get that message out, aren't we? Yeah. Listen to podcast one. Yeah. We're doing a podcast all <laughs> about skills. One. Yeah. <laughs> all about skills as carers. So how do you guys think we could change these these topics around hidden carers? How could we make carers not be scared or or come forward and, and identify as carers instead of hidden carers show them this form yeah like advertise it the, the carers centre yeah. 
So you want to do a film or a movie clip? We would actually quite like you to, to do a film or a movie clip. Yeah, but... Maybe not a movie. So awareness raising, so showing people what support we can offer and showing that it isn't scary and we're not you know going to tell you what to do or anything like that it's all it's all based around you guys and what your needs are and we we work on what you want so that like don was saying before if you tell us you know i need a bit of advice around benefits then we can sort of support you to to do that how about um maybe better links with schools because you guys are all at schools and colleges mm. and if they can help identify young carers, then hopefully more will come forward. So I guess that's like your story, isn't it? Where you said that your school had sort of a young carers group within the school themselves, and then they identified you at school, and then you know referred you into to our service following that. Yeah. So it sounds like that was really good. And I get school sort of see people all the time, don't they? They see you day in, day out. So yeah, they see your different moods and everything. Yeah, so yeah. they can maybe identify. Oh, you seem a, you've been a bit low recently. What you know? What's going on? Is everything okay? Or you know, if, if you're coming in late, or like like yourself, you know, doing quite a lot with your siblings yeah. at, at school as well. That might sort of highlight to them that potentially you're a young carer. Yeah. And then, sorry, Dom. And then they can provide that support in school for you as well, can't they? So, you know, you were saying that you were um, missing sort of lessons and things like that. You know, we see quite a lot in schools, or like they'll identify that homework's not not been in on time, or you're coming in late, or looking quite tired. And those are usually some sort of signs that potentially you have a caring role. Um, And they can then provide that support in school. And um, the last one I've got on my list is let people know we are here to help and not complicate their lives. Like you said, some people might be scared, but asking for help is going to make things worse when actually it makes, it's the opposite, isn't it? Yeah. It makes things better. Yeah. Just don't force them to do it. Yeah. Don't feel like, oh, you have to do it. Like, Absolutely. And, and like, like we said, you know, it's, it's all based around what the carer says they need and then we will guide you through that and it might be that you just need a bit of advice or a bit of information about carers assessments or adult social care or um like i say benefits and things like that so sometimes just knowledge is power Mm -hmm. and just sort of knowing those things and where to access them can make a big difference we're going to finish the podcast with a little riddle quiz i've got 10 riddles um, we split the group into two teams. I'm going to ask them five riddles each, and whoever gets the most answers wins. The teams have come up with names. I'll let you. I'll let them tell you the names because I keep forgetting. Team Strawberry. We've got Team Strawberry to my left, and we've got Team Pineapple. Pine. We've got Team Pineapple to my right. So I'm going to ask the first riddle goes to Team Strawberry. Now, Team Pineapple can steal if Team Strawberry can't give me an answer. So 
So the first riddle is, what, what goes up but never comes down? Age. Your age, that's correct, straight in there. What? <laughs> what a, that was a one point to Team Strawberry. Yeah. Of course they come down. That was of so course fast. they come down. Wow, that was really quick. I'm impressed with that. So Team Pineapple, your first riddle is what gets wet while drying? Towel. Hey, towel is correct. That's one one. That's one one. Oh, I'm quite good at this. I thought it was a hair dryer. <laughs> <laughs> what? You don't want to get your hair dry wet. No. Right. <laughs> the next question goes to Team Strawberry. What can you hold in your left hand but not in your right? What can you hold in your left hand but not in your right? Your right hand. <laughs> you can't hold your right hand in your right hand. No. No, wait, that's not our answer. Okay. <gasps> What's our answer? I'm going to have to rush you. If you can't get it, it's going to get passed over. What can you hold in your left hand but not in your right? Gonna have to give me an answer. Bye. You don't it's know. It's not your right hand then. Nope. <laughs> it's gonna get passed over to Team Pineapple. You got an answer for me? You'll kick yourself. Oh, can you give us a clue? No. Right. Oh, give us a clue. Nobody gets the point. The answer is your right elbow. So you can't hold. Oh, yeah. You can't hold your right elbow in your right hand, can you? It's impossible. So that's no point, so it's one all still. So we're going to go to Team Pineapple. What has hands but can't clap? What has hands but can't clap? Oh, a clock! A clock is correct. So that's 2-1 after two questions each. I've got to go to Team Strawberry. What has one head... One foot and four legs. What has one head, one foot and four legs? Is it some sort of weird creature? No. <laughs> it's not a weird creature. <laughs> one foot, one... No. Head. Yeah, it's one head, one foot, four legs. Legs. Oh, a table! No! <laughs> you might be in, in the right area. A chair. Head of the. One head. One foot. Four legs. I'm going to have to rush you for an answer. I'm going to give you five seconds. Stool? Stool is not correct. I'm passing it over to Team Pineapple. One head, one foot, four legs. I'm going to need an answer. Four legs? Alright, time's up, nobody gets the point. The answer is a bed. He has a head, a foot, and four legs. That's really annoying. Top at the bottom and four legs. Table was close, but not close enough. Too late, sorry. So that is still 2 1 to team. We're getting all the hard ones. Well, you chose to go first. I don't know if we did. You chose. Oh, well, I chose. Okay, the next one goes to Team Pineapple. What kind of band never plays music? Headband. But... You're in the right area. 
quite airy but it's not a headband. Is it a band, like a type of thing you move in? What are they called? Elastic band. Yeah, I've got a rubber band, but elastic band is the same same thing, isn't it? So that is three one. So we're going on to Team Strawberries. Fourth riddle, I think. What can travel all around the world without leaving its corner? This isn't fair. <laughs> Come on. What's the one that they're gonna get? What Read us can, that one and we'll choose what which can one. can travel all around the world without leaving its corner? This is an easy one. It's easy. This is an easy one. I think they've got it over this side. Okay. <laughs> so what can travel all around the world without leaving its corner? Amy's deep in thought here. <laughs> You'll kick yourself. No, no. Oh. <laughs> You'll kick yourself. What can travel all around the world without leaving its corner? It it's Think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you put in a corner? Send all the way around. Nobody put baby. This isn't a dirty dancing question. I know what it is. I know what it is. What do you put in a corner? In a corner. And then maybe send it all the way around the world. All around the corner. A letter? A letter? A letter is not the right answer. No. I'm going to give you five seconds. What do you put in a corner? Five. Four. A stamp! A stamp is correct. You got there in the end. What were you on a It was oh, a stamp. It was a stamp. That was, so oh, that, yes. that's two, two, three. I'm so confused what, how that what doesn't leave the corner. I've got um, the next one for Team Pineapple. Right. Oh, what building has the most stories? What building has the most stories? Most no. no stories? Mm-hmm. Oh, um. What building has the most stories? <laughs> it's I got know. a lot. It's not, it's not going to be a building. Yeah, it's, it's not going to be a building. Yeah, but the most stories. So it's like each form. Is it each form? That's what store. That's what stories can be in a building, isn't it? Well, what? Yeah. Four floors. Well, will stories. it be that? Well, I I know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going to tell you. That's your job. Well, what what has there? the most stories? So what's what building has the most stories? I'm going to have to give you five seconds, I'm going to have to oh, rush you. Right. No, Putting under pressure. Um, um, I've... Eiffel Tower is incorrect. Tower. I'm going to pass what? it over to Team Strawberry. What building has the most stories, Team Strawberry? A library. A library yes. is correct. It has the most stories because it's Lots full of books. Lots of stories. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lots of stories. Oh, wow. It's a tie. We yeah. got it like that, didn't we? Yeah. Instant. So that, that, oh, that, we that, didn't get on. Oh. <laughs> that, that ties it up, it. Three, three. Oh, you both got one riddle right. left each. Do we Is this a tiebreaker? Um, no, you got one riddle left each. Oh. Right. Got to get it. Right. Got to get so it. this is Team Strawberry's yeah. question. What has a bottom at the top? <laughs> <laughs> what has a bottom at the top? I'm going to have to rush uh, you. Yeah. No Gonna have to put a you on the pineapple clock. Pineapple upside down cake. That is incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pass it the over to the Team top. Pineapple. Well, no, 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 no. Maybe um, bungalow. Nope. Bottom at the top. Nope. What? No, because bungalows have one. 
I'll it's give you one more guess, Team Pineapple. So, it has a bottom at the top? A what top has a bottom at the top? A <laughs> bottom at the top of what? A top at a bottom? A bottom at <laughs> 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 a bottom? Right, so it's a bottom at the top. Yeah. You'll kick yourself when I tell you. Oh, Can you no, give us a clue? Like, clue. clue. I've just given you one what, what I just said. What? What did you say? You'll kick yourself when I tell you. A ceiling! No, 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 no! no. But, no. Kick, oh. kick I'm gonna give you five seconds. Five. One, a four, a two, three, four, five. Oh no, I don't wanna know, I'm really annoyed now. Your leg. He has a bottom at the top. Oh, oh, gonna... oh that's right. good. That's good. That's I, I was so on the right line saying that like, you'd have a weird face if they had the bottom. I'm not sure you were. <laughs> <laughs> right, so it's still free free, but you get a chance to steal that's it with this all. last one. Like okay. <laughs> the last one's Team Pineapple to win. Right. What has four wheels and flies? What has four wheels and flies? An airplane. No, they have two. Wait, well, it could be a special one. Yes, they're four wheels, don't they? No, I think they have two. No, they've got. You might have to think outside the box for this. So they have four wheels, but flies. Does it literally fly? Not cheating, man. And flies. Right. It has wheels. It has wheels and flies. Is it? Well, think outside the box. So Flies can mean a few different things, can't it? Four wheels and flies! Yeah, but flies can mean more than one thing, can't it? Flies! No! What? You said flies like a fly. A fly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not giving clues. Yes, you were. A bee, a wasp. Um, so what has four wheels and flies? flies. No. Flies. Um, oh, don't know. I've given you a clue, both teams. Car, car flies. Butter, a moth. No. 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 What, what has four wheels and flies? A really weird fly. <laughs> So a fly, it'll be a fly. Oh, yeah. I think they've had an awful wheels. long time on this one. Well, no, 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 I'm sorry, your time's up. We're going to pass it over. I'm going to leave that out. Have you got an, an answer for me? No. Something no. that has four wheels and flies. Four wheels and flies. I said a skateboard. Yes, you did because you, you win four for us. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the end of the podcast. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. Please share the pod with your friends and family. Share it on your socials. 
and then just let people know the more people that listen to the podcast the more carers we can help hopefully this podcast if you if you're listening to it and you were a hidden carer you can come forward and give us a call on 01253 39 oh, I'll have to do that again, Lauren. What's the number? I'm rubbish at remembering. 393748. 393748. If you're a carer, no. <laughs> Please come forward and call us on 3. Oh. Please come forward and call us on 01253 39 3748. Um, thanks for list